You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, now TBC Classic, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and today I'm joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Oh, I'm wonderful. Took a nap. Still tired, but uh, I'll wake up soon, I hope. Yeah, I'm tired too. I did take a nap, but... Hoping to, I'm, I'm hoping to pep up as the show goes on, but we are also joined by a man who took an all-nighter last night. This is Ryan, a.k.a. Cognitive Pit. How are you doing besides tired? Uh, I'm actually, you know, I feel more awake than everyone else, actually, because I, I also just took a nap, but I feel like it it was like short enough that it just refreshed me. So I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to roll. It's been a long time since I pulled an all-nighter for a reason other than wow, so... That was <laughs> not as pleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've done it actually twice in the last couple of weeks, and it's amazing how much you can get done in the middle of the night when nobody's on. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm Eastern, so just that a couple hour difference. Like if I'm up at like nine my time and I get on, it's so empty. And uh, if you happen to magically get on the layer two during those off hours, it's just you have the world to yourself. <laughs> yep yep oh man all right so it's gonna be an interest it's gonna be an interesting show today we're gonna start off uh with you know what what we've been doing lately we're gonna get into the news which is real short and sweet and then we're gonna get into dis- discussion and we have an actual listener who's gonna come on and talk about the same faction uh bgs so that'll be interesting too so with that said, let's jump into it. We had no new new reviews this week, but hey, man, they've come in so much the last couple of weeks. Can do yeah. with an off with an off week. It did make me sad a little bit, but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? We'll let it slide just this one week. <laughs> well, what have you guys been doing lately? And wow, I've been leveling my druid. So. uh <laughs> The tank discord that I'm in has been pretty much on been on a constant meltdown over the last like two weeks, I'd say, about how bad warriors are compared to druids. <laughs> and everyone has just been <laughs> such a downer. I can't help but jump on board of that like horrible anxiety. So I was like, OK, let's get the druid up now and just just, be, in case. just be ready for, you know, whatever may come, because uh it was seeming like, oh, I'll go Druid in Phase 5 for Sunwell. Um, it <laughs> might need to be earlier than that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how things pan out. Uh, so I'm, I'm leveling my Druid, which has been interesting. I've done a lot of quests on my Druid. I don't like questing, typically. Um, what? I've had to learn. I, just, I don't know. I just don't like 
<laughs> questing. You'd rather mindlessly kill mobs than quests. That's so weird to me. No, I would rather be max level. <laughs> I, that's, <laughs> that's what I would rather do. I had to learn how to play cat. And that was like the real that was the real mm-hmm. struggle was in order to solo level. I had to learn to play cat and I had never, you know, I I had the gist and I was like, yeah, something, something power shifting, something. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but now I, I actually get it now. And I'm <laughs> I'm a I'm a full fledged mediocre tank cat. And uh, it's it's been interesting. I'm I've been feeling the depression of my druid already being better at level 65 out in the world than my warrior is. <laughs> uh, my warrior just hits like a wet noodle. And uh, that's been unfortunate. But now I have a 65 druid to farm for me. <laughs> If if you do end up switching your main over to the druid, then you'll be able to keep your warrior pretty much PvP spec the entire time, and that's pretty fun in the world. I'm gonna, I'm I'm not yeah, lying. Yeah, I mean that's that's the big thing is just staying deep prot spec is it's kind of just whatever. I mean it's fine, uh, and the damage is just fine. It just doesn't it's not that fun. Uh, so usually I just dual wield and like spam devastate on stuff, <laughs> and that ends up working out just <laughs> fine. But the cat. Uh, the the nice thing about the tank druid is you have, I think, um, every single DPS talent that you would have as a cat. Uh, so you can end up being almost exactly the same. Uh, so it's really nice to just be out there and be a DPS, then go into a dungeon and then also tank and not be gimped there either. Right. Yeah, it seems like kind of the best of both worlds. I think I'd enjoy druid. I've always thought about making one, but I just never have. Yeah, it feels it just feels like Fury Prot. I made one, but I still don't know how to play cat. <laughs> I know how to play tree. Druid feels like the Fury Prot of uh of this expansion because you can DPS and you're a tank. <laughs> That's like the biggest thing. Yeah. And uh they they do really, really well on on threat and as we talk about raids more too, I find that like on Grill. It's way easier to be a druid off tank than a warrior off tank, at least from the way that I was off tanking. So uh, <laughs> there's definitely some some big fury prot vibes coming from the druid. Is uh like a like AOE threat seem a little bit easier? Like because it's kind of a pain with the warrior. Yeah, um, it's definitely easier. The the sw- swipe is like seems like it's such an unbelievably overpowered ability. It's just at my level, it's just not doing anything for me. I'm I'm out there in greens, uh, and the people that I dungeon with are sometimes like four levels higher than me, and I'm like <laughs> I'm doing my best here. And then you have to you have to deal with like the normal pugs, and I, I don't care that much. Like I don't mind when people. Uh, just like attack things before I do, uh, as long as they're accepting of their death, that might end up happening. Uh, but it is, it <laughs> is what I do every time I, I, every time I throw seed, I'm accepting death before it even leaves my yeah, head. Like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm all for it. Just don't be mad at me. <laughs> That's it's like in yep. our, it's like in our Kara Ten Man when Yip said, "We have three healers. I'm not going to stop after every <laughs> bus." And I said, "Okay." That's your choice, Yip. <laughs> Just know we might not be there. We had we had one very close call in that care, but yeah. otherwise per- perfect. Oh. Yeah, I uh, I I ate the floor a couple times there too, yeah. but we can talk about that in a, in a second though. But 
For me, I've just been PvP with the Warrior a bunch. I hit 70, Mel hit 70. We've been doing quests too. Been working on paying off the 2,800 gold that Mel loaned me so I could get my mount early. Wow. And I'm 500. I think I'll have enough when I get on and check the mail today to pay her off completely. So. And then he has to give me more so I can get my epic mount. So she can get hers. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, so we've been yeah. doing. Keep going. Sorry. Oh no, no, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so so we've been doing that. Been doing a lot of PvP with the the warrior. Before I got some pieces of gear, it felt pretty bad. Like I was like hitting like a wet noodle, but and then I was dying real fast. I was getting just like kited by everybody. But I've been doing a lot of of of, of research on how to PvP with the warrior because even though I played it all through classic, I didn't really PvP much. I did a lot at the end. But I mean, I was dressed like a god yeah. with, you know, w- with like all the best gear and going up against basically boosted people. So, I mean, I was just destroying. So it wasn't really a good learning ex- experience. But crafted thunder, got my shoulders, my gloves, my belt, my PvP trinket, got some resilience gems. So I'm up to like 120 re resilience now and i'm hitting pretty hard too so i'm finding it pretty easy to lock stuff down especially if i have a like i've been running with bushy bottoms in bgs and we will just delete targets so that's that's been pretty fun i feel pretty tough and i can't wait to get tough i don't want to put i don't want to put you on blast but uh (laughs) so i heard that you borrowed what, what 2800 gold for your flying mount and you crafted thunder, huh? That's a uh, <laughs> interesting how that mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that just helps me farm the gold. This is back how Bob justifies it. Better, while you know? I'm flying on my slow bird, and I'm like, he's like, Mel, over here, and I was like, oh, I'm coming. It's just gonna take a minute. Don't worry, I'll land and <laughs> kill all the horde before you get here. Don't worry. Right? Like, no, but. I have also been doing BGs on my druid, and I realized very quickly that 5k health goes very, very quickly, and I die a lot. Well, she well she geared like she was going to gear for dungeons. She didn't think about getting stamina, making sure she got leather gear. She was in a bunch of cloth with no stamina, and so it's getting better now, though, right? No, not really yet, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I've learned how to uh, shapeshift out of different things, except for I just get sapped and stunned until I'm dead, usually, which is what happens. Um, but I am getting a lot better at stealthing his cat into bases so they don't see me immediately. Um, so Bushy and I would stealth our way around Eye of the Storm. Really, yeah, then I would just really walk fun. up and they'd be like, oh, what's this solo warrior doing? And then we'd blast. It was awesome. Yes. I do love the I'd learning curve. And they'd finish it up. Like on my on my druid, it's like I've seen druids kill me by pouncing on me and hitting buttons. And I'll do it to someone Ooh. else and I'll do like a tenth of their health and they'll kill me. And I'm like, okay, that wasn't qu- that wasn't quite it. Uh- <laughs> not exactly what I was supposed to do. Yeah. No, I know. It's the same thing with like I rebound my barren cat transition to my mouse so i can like use them quickly right but i can't tell you how many times i've accidentally gone to cat instead of bear and a second i go to cat it's like down 
you're dead. <laughs> like that was a poor choice. And I'm like, I meant to go to Bear, but you know, we'll get there. And then when I first started, I got into Bear and I would just be like, okay, what do, what do I do now? Like, <laughs> I'm still yeah. dying. And it's weird because Alteric Valley is actually now, like all through Classic, it was not like it ever was back in the day. Like even in late Classic and TB, TBC, but Alteric Valley is back to what it was before. Like generally people don't kill the last boss. You end up just taking tower by 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 tower, and the person that wins is the person that still has re in re- yeah. reinforcements when the thing hits zero. It's about a forty five minute game, and it's been different to get used to not being able to get that honor fast. But I do enjoy the games a lot more, to be honest. Like I just have to know that I'm ready for a long a long game. But I mean, it actually is a lot more fun now. If you're not just looking for honor gains, if you're looking to like actually compete in the game. So that's been a little interesting to me because that's how it always was in TBC tower by like, like tower by tower. And generally the last boss didn't die. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, the, the reinforcement mechanic is, I think, really crucial <laughs> for people to not immediately just if something messes up, then even if you can still win, just the negativity of the battleground immediately happens sure. and you start yeah. getting the people leaving and it, it forces a turtle that way and stuff too. So it's nice having that out where you know that there's a, an, an end to this nightmare <laughs> and then it's not a nightmare anymore. Yeah, and people are slowly starting to accept it and not just getting angry when you don't rush. I mean, they're really making it like the Horde and the Alliance kind of make it impossible to to rush yeah. now. I do wish they would redesign it a little bit because that that freaking bottleneck at the Alliance end base is just absurd. Who let that get in the game <laughs> when there's so many ways to get around if you spawn as Horde? Like, you're just trapped as Alliance, and it's just like... Yeah, the bridge right across, is that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and then just the the bottleneck at that first that f- that first tower too. Yeah. Like you cannot sneak by there if no, you're you if you're not stealth, and I you can. can on the other side. And it's just it's just weird. But other things we've done, um, we learned how easy Kara attunement can be if you have a geared twenty five man pally tank because. <laughs> Well, uh, Elizabeth and Corpse and one of our other druids at our guild, I forget how to say his name. Mira, I think. Yeah. They just basically power ran Mel and I through the entire uh, two-minute process. We didn't kill any bosses in the two second dungeons. We we had to run the entire first dungeon. Then we went and did, we had already done Old Hills, Old Hills Brad, yeah. but we did Black Morass and then boom, attuned. We we're just like... It was like an hour and a half. Like, it was so fast. It was just thinking back to how much of a pain it was on our first on our first characters. It just it's crazy. And so now we've got that too. So it's been back to warrior. I've been hefting to keep and collect like DPS gear too, which is and and tank gear because I don't know what my role is going to be in different things. So I'm just trying to collect all this gear and I'm just like making my head hurt because I got to do it on two different characters and keep up with all my cloth making and Mel's transmutes and raking tons of money. But it's a lot. The primal might transmute 
being every 20 hours really stresses me out. <laughs> it's just like too frequently that I have to like put all of this stuff together to make a transmute. And I, and if I don't, I know I'm just losing 30 gold plus and I'm just like, Ugh. well, and you don't really like with like basically prices are still going down. So like with the cloth transmutes, you want to buy the, the primals the day of and if you get any moats like you want to sell those the day of you don't want to hold on to them because it could be gold that you've lost oh, and see, so I until those them. prices stabilize there's really no reason to hold on to that you just buy it right before you need it i mean i can use it every 20 hours so i hold on to them <laughs> i can't remember who who brought this up before but i thought it was a great idea that transmutes that are like 20 to 24 hours to just reset daily at the daily reset <laughs> so you know you know you don't have to keep track of this insanity it's just at some point during this day and yeah like you know you might get two in a row if you do it right before reset but it doesn't does it really matter that much like everything else in right. this game functions by reset <laughs> why not that it's not even that though like it's not it's always up because <laughs> i do it when i log on or something and then I log on again the next day around the same time and it's up again. And I'm like, oh, just like daunting to me, I guess. But I did decide to go elixir specialty. Now, I'm not there yet because I had to do Caverns of Time. And we did it and I didn't get all the things I needed. And so now I have to do it again. And nobody wanted to do it again that day. <laughs> yeah, we we were like, Corpse, do you want to do one more run? And everybody silence. just was like, nobody talked. And I was like, you know, I was like, well, nope, they read us through okay. the uh, two bit. I'm just going to leave that be. And then we ended up helping Corpse and IADD run Shattered Halls so they could try again at the uh, whatever they're going for there. They're going, they're both going for something there. But if it's ID Shaman, is it the Blade Fist weapon or something? Is that. I think so. Halls, yeah. I th and then I don't know. I forget what corpse is going for, but yeah, we're going to talk about it in the news, but that's a more interesting fight now that you can't cheese it, but we'll mm -hmm. talk about that in the news. <laughs> also, I think one thing that I really noticed was I've been playing my druids so much that when I got on my priest to do raid, I was like, I have like unlimited mana. This is the <laughs> most amazing thing ever. Like, I swear we did what was it gruel and i never drank and i ended the fight with like 8500 mana and i was like did i just not do anything did i just literally not cast any spells because i feel like i was casting spells the whole time but yeah my druid just deletes mana just for me it's just hard to get back to each time I swap back to the characters, I'm like trying to like life tap rage, like on the, yeah, was, on the I was ask, is it, Does it bother you switching from like insane range DPS back to warrior? Are you like, dang it, I have to get up here and I'm getting hit and I have to like. It's definitely weird and it's really embarrassing in like doing, do, like doing regular dungeons because I go from being like, a big dick DPS to little, little guy just slowly swinging. And I mean, it's such a weird change. Although I will do more DPS when I really start to spam the heroics, I'll switch over to like, like DPS arms, which is, which will definitely do better. 
But like right now, doing a bunch of stuff in the open world, quests and stuff, it's just too fun to to dumpster hoard that just oh, sure. think that I'm gonna be an easy target. For sure. For me, yeah. my my biggest problem is tanking on two characters where Druid is very close to Warrior, but it's mm-hmm. not. So going back it's to like my warrior. It's like the Druid and Priest, right? Like yeah. healing on both. It's like there's so many spells that are similar, but then there's very big differences. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm, I come to Raid and I'm like, remember to hit these buttons. <laughs> remember to do this. <laughs> I, I made my keybinds the same. Like I have like Rejuve on the Druid is the same keybind as Renew on the Priest. And then, but then there's like those other ones, right? So, but I can't have something crucial on one be something detrimental on the other. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a poor choice. I'm, I'm exactly the same way. Um, my like stance, the way I switch stances is me sh- how I shape shift and stuff. Right, so it's like I have to keep it the same. I I had a huge problem when I was playing Shadowlands, where because there are so many more buttons in mm-hmm. retail, and taunt isn't as important in retail. I had I had two different taunt buttons, which is oh such it's like impossible to go back and forth with two different taunt buttons. Uh, so luckily that I don't I don't have that situation going on now. So it's not too bad. <laughs> My brother was saying that he's a warrior in retail and he's played a warrior in TBC. He was like, I just feel like I, I go in, I swing. Then I wait and then do it again. And there's just not a lot of <laughs> buttons to push. And I was like, see, well, and I think he, uh, I think I could make my life a lot easier if I put every stance to every every button and didn't have my stuff change with stances. But now doing PvP, I don't even have defensive stance uh, uh, with a a button. So to change to def- defensive stance, the only time I really want to do it is when I'm going to shield reflect. Yeah. So I just have that shield reflect, and then my my buttons to change back to arms or to berserker put my put my two my two handed weapon back on. Yeah. So I literally will just hit the button. You sometimes have to hit it twice to make it work because it's doing a lot of stuff. It's put my shield and other mace on, and like it's you know doing a lot. But like it's it's it's. I could make my life, I think, a lot easier if I just used all the same buttons and it just changed stances, but I just don't want to do For that. PvP efficiency, though, like you do want to have these like other things. Like I, I want, <laughs> I want mainly the way I get into battle stances with overpower, but when I'm not PvPing, I don't <laughs> want that. <laughs> like, I'm usually charging when I'm going into battle stances. Right. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough, but um, yeah, I I miss I miss vanilla when I had a couple less buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm still uh, learning to do the uh, what's it? Not intercept, but the intervene. Uh, yeah, I'm awful at yeah. intervene. I'm just <laughs> there's so many good ways to use it to like catch up to like the flag carrier or something like that. Like, but I need to like get that in my rotation. I'm getting everything else in. I. I reflected a polymorph the other day, and that felt good. <laughs> well, I found the the downfall of using like Healbot or like my raid frames. Right, is that if I'm out in the open world or something, and I need to heal somebody who's not in my raid, I'm like have no idea where the buttons are for that spell. 
I'm like, uh, that's I'm trying to like move my mouse to click it. And I'm like, is that even on my bar? Like, I don't know. God, it's bad. Um, is there anything else I can think of that we've been doing? I mean, I've been still working good on the the luck. Um He's got, you know, he's got a lot of good stuff. I'm doing I'm doing pretty good DPS wise. Oh, I got my white man hood. Nice. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, you did. Here, how about this? To move us into raid progression, I kind of want to talk a little bit about groups and like how important it is in TBC. So in in vanilla, as a warrior, all you really had to worry about is getting your buffs, doing your thing, and then talking somebody into putting you into a group with a marksman hunter. And that was what you had to worry about. Well, in TBC, there's so much that goes into group comp that it's uncanny. I mean, like if if you don't have the right group, you're not going to parse. And it was kind of a a bummer because I was getting these high these these high ninety parses and ninety nine parses for the last two weeks in Kara. Then I go into Kara this week. I'm the only I'm the only warlock, and I'm just and I have a a a resto shammy, so I'm missing three more per percent hit. So I have to like drop out a bunch of crit gear to get hit gear. So I'm like four per four percent less crit. And it's just nuts how less powerful you are. And now I'm getting all mid eighties parses and it just, it's kind of a bummer. And then you think about 20, like 25 bands, the last two weeks I've been so lucky to be in the, the, the big group, like elemental shammy, uh, boomkin three, uh, three shadow destro warlocks. And I mean, it's just been, I mean, it's been amazing. Like I could pump, you know, but then, it's just it's I feel bad for the people that aren't, you know, and then like, you know, a a arcade mage could pump, but they have to be in that group that 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 does that. And it kind of makes me want a different category in Warcraft logs where it actually categorizes you different based on the group that you're in. I don't know how you would set that up, but they already do it where if you swap Shammy's in and you get multiple bloodlusts or, or uh, whatever it's called on Alliance side, if you get multiple of those, then it actually shows that in the um, yeah. log. It kind of, kind of it shames, shames you. you. It shames you socially. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what about for the people, you know, because I thought the no, no world buff parses were really cool. What about the people that don't get in the big group, you know? Yeah, the, the, your correct group comp is basically the world buffs of of this expansion yeah exactly. if you're not in a good one and uh we're we're low on shamans overall so we sort of have to rotate around and this week we gave uh our enhancement shaman to our rogues in the 25 man to let them uh go parse but then you see other people who are now gonna miss that <laughs> that heroism they're gonna miss the the bus that they bring uh and like there's just nothing you can do to overcome that it's the same thing with world buffs it's you know, trying to parse without world buffs is just silly, which is why as a tank, I advocate for the death of parsing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, honestly, like I, I, I feel good as long as like, you know, it just turns into a different game if I'm only trying to beat my group that I'm in. Yeah, but, it's like old school, know. like rating where you're just trying to win 
in the raid you're in <laughs> as opposed to yep. the, the overall uh parsing yep and i mean it that's i mean that's still fun but it's just weird to see like oh on this fight last week i had 1.6k dps now this week i have 700 you know it's just it's such a big difference and it is kind of a bummer for a lot of a lot of people and luckily we're not the type of guild that that moves the shammies into the warlock group you know <laughs> like cuz that would suck even more for people and it's just it's really weird and it throws the whole the whole dps metrics off on like on like warcraft logs cuz you look at it, you're like oh yeah rogues and and warriors suck but do they really or are they just not getting the love that they could be getting are they getting an arms uh, warrior are they getting you know like are they getting these different buffs that they need or are they just there for just straight up kicks and everything else and it's you know like no one ever said that warriors and rogues didn't do good dps in tbc and i think a lot of people misconstrue that yeah we said that it was the the fight mechanics were not good for for melee. They still pump if they don't have to to move. So I think a lot of people misconstrue what we're actually saying, the basis of what we say. Yeah, there's a there's just a level of babying that has to happen to get a really good parse. Um I mean arcane mages, you're you're just giving them every single uh Every single innervate that you you end up having, so I mean, it, it's just how it is. Yep. I was looking at uh, tank parses over this last week and seeing what people are doing, and there's a ton of these uh, Chinese guilds that are <laughs> on prince who can just kill you sometimes, uh, but usually just on phase two. Once they get into phase three, they go into berserker stance and start executing, <laughs> and they're they're no. being they have the perfect group comp for it. Uh, and they're just being absolutely baby to the point where, I mean, I personally, I think that DPS parses for tanks are kind of silly to begin with. Um, but that sort of thing, it just makes it, there's no, there's no point. There's not even any reason to, uh, to worry about that. So in my, in my pursuit of, of perfection, I'm now paying attention to, uh, making sure I'm hitting my buttons enough. So I'm just looking at how many casts per minute of the spells I'm that I should be casting the most uh, and getting basically those numbers up, time. basically. Yeah, so it's like my measurement of of how well I'm doing my rotation and uh, how much threat that I can I can put out because I think that's just a obviously a more worthwhile stat to follow. You just don't get to see a cool number next to your name, but uh, even you know I don't even, even when know I do where to right. look at parses. I don't even. <laughs> you're know that. you're a healer. Just just. Just don't. Just <laughs> yeah, I never have because yeah. it just doesn't take into account like everything that goes into healing, and it I believe still counts over healing as like a positive thing. Which you know what what fine. happens, which is the the biggest problem. Our our guilds, at least best healing parses, typically happen when we perform the worst at a boss because more people are taking more damage so you just right. have to yep. heal more and that's kind of like the gist of heal parses where it's like it's you know there's some you know you can't you can't get a 99 if you're bad but right it also you know there's no there's no functional difference between getting a 70 and a 99 if no one died <laughs> that's just, right yeah. like 
I, and it, I feel like me healing and wasting mana when it's not needed is stupid too. So I don't care about yeah. the first mana. Well, I mean, you did try dual wield taking. Uh, was it just once? Or <laughs> yeah, just, a couple times. Just once. Kira? I need. To, I need to pick up Latras. Uh, every time it dropped, I pass it to a rogue in our guild. Now I'm regretting it. I want to try dual wield tanking. I only have a Devastator, which is just too slow to get out enough heroic strikes for it to be worth it. Um, and the DPS increase was, is so insanely minimal that there's zero reason to to do it. Uh, so I do want to get a Latros and try dual wield tanking again. But I'm running into this problem. And I think a lot of people are and I actually pulled up logs to even uh, <laughs> to get a good example of uh, of what's happening. But I'm pretty geared. I have pretty much all my mitigation gear except maybe my pants from curator uh and i have a lot of defense as opposed to i'm not like resilient stacked i'm defense stacked and i just don't take damage anymore uh and <laughs> if i don't take damage i don't get rage and so it's been a huge problem so i wanted to try uh dual wielding some stuff in kara because kara especially if people aren't getting salved uh it actually is kind of hard to hold threat on stuff like you just don't get enough rage uh, to be able to hit all your buttons. Uh, but I pulled up a log of uh, High King Mulgar. And uh, over the course of 10 melee hits, he hit me with one of them. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's dodge, 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 miss, dodge, hit, parry, dodge, parry. And it's like, I cannot <laughs> get... Like, if people were on that boss and I was just not getting hit that often, I would probably lose threat. Now, luckily on that fight, it doesn't really matter because I'm on him for like a minute before anyone else is even on him the way that we do it. I know that people are just cleaving him down or like killing him immediately and bursting him. Uh, yeah, but... I was just about to say, so you're <laughs> saying we can't do the 19 second just burn uh, King down first? Well, the, the reason you can do that <laughs> is because I'll just like... Uh, I'll just get aggro and then uh, we'll have like one or two DPS died. It's whatever. He'll be dead in no time still. <laughs> yeah. Sacrifice yourself, Bob. Yeah, but the I'm but, I'm willing to do it for the parse. I'm willing to risk it for the biscuit. So I've been trying a bunch of like different things to to see how I can uh, just kind of compete better and make sure I'm not rage starving myself. So like on Gruel, uh, I I've normally been very good about shield blocking, but at this point, I have like I've been stam stacking. I've got like seventeen to eighteen thousand health buffed, and Grohl, especially at the beginning of the fight, he crushes me for like five thousand health. And oh god! So it's like that's really no big deal at right. all. I actually prefer him to crush me, so I have more rage. So that's what I was doing was just letting him hit me uh, as much as he could. And even still, though, that doesn't prevent all these dodges and parries from happening. Um, so it's a little tough. There's a couple threat pieces that I might need to make it a little simpler. Uh, but yeah, I've just been trying stuff like that to try to really uh, make sure that threat isn't a big problem for us. Because we do have pumpers like Bob who might get a 99 parse. And, you know, <laughs> if you're not on top of your, your game, like you're going to pull. And that's when he dies. If, if you're doing some of the best DPS possible, <laughs> you're going to pull <laughs> if my threat's yeah. not there. So uh, I've just been having fun doing that. I've gotten pretty good at using soul, soul, soul shatter. Cause the start of a fight I'll pop, you know, now I'm, uh, yeah, I started this week using that, uh, macro we talked about last, mm -hmm. last week where I pop my, uh, destruction potion and I pop my trinket 
and I'll go real hard, real fast. I'll be creeping up there, and then I'm like soul, I'm like soul shatter, and like it, it helps quite a bit. But I'm finding out that it's actually better DPS to use mana pots throughout the rest of the fight. Oh. After that, interesting. Just because you get more uptime and like, like the you know the spell power is pretty good, but having the mana, it 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 also depends on the fight. Like a fight like Mag, you would use dis- destruction pots every time it's up because you're always going to be able to to life tap during the rumbles. Yeah, but a fight where you do, you don't have time that you're running some some place or time that you can't do DPS on the boss. Those are the fights that mana pots become better. And so there's a lot of different things in Warlock that puts you above the the rest. A lot of little intricate things like that. You just have to kind of know fight by by fight. I found out last week, I, I guess I wasn't aware of this, but FJ told me that on Mag Theradon, uh, his soul shatter resisted <laughs> and it just didn't reduce what? his threat. <laughs> so for the, uh, the last 30%, uh, he just had to like stop. <laughs> he just couldn't pump oh, wow. because it just kept his threat high, uh, which was pretty bizarre and unfortunate. That is crazy. Okay, I didn't even Damn. know that could happen, but it <laughs> it definitely hasn't happened to me yet because I always watch it and I see my threat yeah, go way down. Yeah. It's actually a huge move. It's really nice to have. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I feel like a lot of classes just need. <laughs> need these sort of abilities to that's one thing i see on my druid is that i don't have fade so if i take aggro i'm like uh what now like somebody get it off of me i'm about to die i only have five thousand health you kind of convinced me uh the other the other priests in our in our guild are always pulling so But they don't have well, fade either. And the sad part is is when they pull if they don't hit fade immediately they're just boom dead you know yeah, I pulled up. Uh, so uh, I, I guess we'll go through uh, some of this. I want to. I'll start with the twenty-five man because that's what we're talking about. But uh, last night we just had the the simplest twenty-five man. It took us thirty-four minutes, I think, from mm-hmm. from first pull to being done, and that's with journeying over <laughs> to Magtheridon. Right. So the actual raid and loot content, and everything. Yeah, it's so it's so small, which is you know it's it is what it is, I guess, right? But. Uh, we're just completely crushing it there. But uh, on Magtheridon, when the last channeler dies, he pops out of his little banish. And uh, I was linking some screenshots of Warcraft logs as it's like, as soon as he comes out, I shield slam, which misses or he dodges it. <laughs> and then Cade and Kim, who are both priests, have like 8 to 10k uh, prayer of whatever the aoe heal <laughs> yeah circle of healing circle of, prayer of healing prayer of prayer of healing uh just for like eight thousand, and then they both die <laughs> they both pull and die <laughs> and there's nothing that could be done uh at that point in time <laughs> yeah 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 which hurts. like it's funny because with locks if you're not assigned to a specific curse and honestly like there isn't a curse that you really need on mag besides elements. Uh, like wreck is not really something that's going to give more DPS than you just doing curse of doom. So you curse of doom, as long as something hits them, it does no aggro. You know, it only takes aggro if you put curse of doom on and nobody else casts yeah. any, any, like anything on it. 
But yeah, so I had cast that and I was like, oh, I was like, oh no, that's completely fine. <laughs> oh, I've been I've been feeling that a lot. I like I there's not a lot of hit gear uh in there's like almost no tank hit gear right now, which is making it very difficult for me to gear. And the hit gear that does drop DPS want for the most part, and I'm just not taking it from them. Um I did finally get the shield that has hit on it from Grohl, which is excellent. But I like the pull variance is really, really bad where dots are going to pull because I'll if I if if people only wait one GCD, there's like a reasonable chance that they're going to dodge, that they're going to parry or that I'm going to miss because I don't I'm not even close. I'm not even I don't even have six percent hit. So there's just a huge chance that it's just not going to go through. Uh, Luckily, hit chance is not as important as it was in classic for people who don't know. So in classic, if you hit an ability as a warrior and you missed, you lost all the rage that you spent on that ability. Oh, but geez. now you don't lose that rage. Okay. <laughs> I have noticed that yeah. in, uh, in, um, in B in BGs on the warrior. Like I I'll do like a, uh, I'll get dodged or, or, or parried on a, uh, on a mortal strike and I don't lose the rage. I do lose the CD, but I don't lose the rage. I'm like, huh? Yeah. So for tanking, that is incredibly uh, important. It makes hit not anywhere near as important as it was. Obviously I still want it, but there's just not that many pieces with it right now. So there, there are many times, especially like in care where someone will dot something I'm attacking and it's just, there it goes. (laughs) I just haven't hit it. Unfortunately. You guys, I had a moment this on this mag this time where one of the infernal guys was running at me and chasing me. Yep. And I feared him. Yep. I did it. I didn't nice, die. Nice. Been many of times where I'm just like not in the mindset of fear. I'm in the mindset of healing. <laughs> but I did it. So we're there. We're at that milestone now. I can that's fear good. effectively. I, I mean, hey, that's a that's a big that's that's big. Something Thank you might you. not know about Curse of Doom, but yep, um, it's because I didn't know really much about Curse of Doom at all. Because in PvP, I just didn't use it. Yeah. And, but it it does nothing for <laughs> sixty seconds. Yeah. Or no, hold on. Is it? It's two I minutes, it's, right? Isn't it, it two minutes? Is it like two minutes think, or one minute? I think I, I think it's two minutes. Curse of Doom. See, now you got me second guessing. Uh, maybe I don't. But know. Yeah. So. I think it's one. I think it's one minute. I'm pretty sure. And so, we did the freaking okay. So, so usually I'll run over, put Curse of Doom on the fourth mob that we um, kill. Mm-hmm. But now we're killing them so so fast. I need to get it on the on 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 the fifth mob because we killed the fourth mob when I still had 20 seconds left on that Curse of Doom. And Curse of Doom does an enormous amount of freaking damage. It's one so minute. It's, yeah, I was pretty. <laughs> I was pretty sure it was one, but like on King, on King, you know, like all the yeah. locks that are throwing Curse of Doom up on King as they run past to go for uh, what's it called? Then on Trash, you're throwing up if you know on the other two targets that aren't the first kill target, you're throwing Curse of of Agony, like because you know you're gonna have because that one does more damage the longer it's on. So it does the most damage in the last few few seconds. So you don't want to use it if the mob's going to die fast. There's it's a lot of different intricacies that are really neat. Yeah, and well, I don't know why I got on the tangent. Well, like you said, we pushed damage insanely this time. And I, I think part of it had to do with the way we were tanking them as opposed to one tank tanking the first two. <laughs> we had two tanks tanking the first two so we could hold threat better. 
Oh, and the the curse of the curse of tongues was really smart. Yeah. I unfortunately got tasked with that curse, so I couldn't <laughs> have my other curses on all the other mobs. But like it was still like it worked out really good. Like I didn't even think to to um, use that, but that makes kicking a ton easier. Yeah, but but normally Mag comes out where when the last Chandler is like dying, but this time we killed the last Chandler to make Mag come out with like a long time left. I was like looking at the right. time and I was like, oh, I've got plenty of time. I was just there. I was there kicking and DPSing too on the last guy because we had so much time and then I could run over when he was really low. Um, so we really have, I guess, come a long way. I mean, it's really only been a month. <laughs> so yeah. it does seem pretty easy now, though, right? Whereas when we first went to Mag, it was like, oh, gotta yeah. get through phase one. Yeah, that's it seemed really, really rough at the time. I've seen some guilds actually stack. Um, I know like we've been spreading to not get infernal, but I've seen a lot of people stack and then just AOE heal uh through the infernal damage, which I don't may or may not work. I don't know. <laughs> like with three priests, that's you know, if you guys were to coordinate that, you could AOE heal just on rotation too. Yeah, so what do you mean on rotation? Been, I don't know, just let it slide. I'm, it's like no. No, on like like Kim goes first, you go second, Cade goes next. Like whatever one comes into the pack. No, but our AOE heal, it's like our circle right? of healing. No, a AOE fear. Oh, sorry. Fear. Did I? Uh, did I, uh, I might have. Okay. I I might have said heal. Sorry. I was just say I was like move on because there's too many misconceptions of how healing works to to like, deal with that. Not a thing. No, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. I yeah. meant AOE fear yeah, because yeah. they're all coming to us stacked. Yeah. Um. It's so funny that the first like week or two getting used to having no warriors that just reminded me of that because in my head I'm like or oh, or the warriors can intimidating shout oh wait that's, <laughs> that's just, just me I remember being <laughs> like oh these are disarmable and everyone's like okay <laughs> cool. I was like oh yeah we don't have twelve warriors in here. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, it seems like we have 12 rogues though. <laughs> or at least they're just very loud. Yeah. But with Kara, I finally killed Nightbane. I was given a pity group. Yeah. A clear a clear pity group. We had we had a mage who wasn't improved blizzard, so it wasn't as pity as I was thinking it was True. going to be. Um I guess I actually wait. Did, did I? Only you had have, me. I which thought we was had really two the... warlocks, but maybe I'm crazy. Now I guess we, we just only had one. one. We just had you yeah. um, as warlock. We had three healers. That's right. The three yeah. healer thing was the was the big one, which felt really awful. <laughs> three yeah. healers. Like I'm pretty sure some of our healers could one heal Karazhan. Um, yeah. Just at the level of gear that they have and, and their ability to play the game. Like I feel like on. With the exception of maybe the boss with the beams. Yeah, but the thing with the boss with the beams is if you bring in another DPS, you can kill him so much faster right. as yeah. well, See, too. And so I feel like our shammies, we only have one resto shammy, right? Currently, yeah, but we're, we're a couple are on their way, I think. Up. I've, I feel like they would better serve as like what, what, Melderon told us that his guild did in in uh classic like you just spec Ella mental have two different gear gears gear sets and when you need to switch the set over and just heal as Ella mental and you're always going to be buffing your higher damage class big time by that that 3% hit is huge 
Wait, is yeah. Elemental the caster? Yeah. It's the yeah, cast. the DPS. It's very confusing to me. I don't know why. Which one is which? Not just that either. I mean, optimal healer play, especially in Karazhan, and I obviously I don't care enough to be like, hey, you should be doing this. Um, but a lot of healers will, when the healing is light, they'll they'll DPS, they'll, they'll smite or lightning bolt or whatever they need to do in between. Um, and it's something that's talked about in the tanking discord that I'm in as well, too, because someone will be like, oh, if I do this and this, I can do 50 DPS more. But it might be at the cost where healers have to heal as opposed to maybe smiting or lightning bolting if they could get that in. So you have to weigh the overall DPS at that point. But yeah, I mean, three healers was definitely a lot, but it wasn't the three healers. I feel I don't know. I feel justified because part of me was wondering because there's really no one else like leading my Karas for the most part, but we had we had Harscare this time, and I was like, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna show us some strategy where I'm just an idiot and I've been doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> nope, not doing it wrong nope. the whole time. <laughs> we were fine. The problem was that, and when we looked back, is that our priests were are wearing like white white mend. Is that did I make that up? Yeah, it has no stamina on it. <laughs> They has none at all, so they had no health. Um, but, but I never got hit. Yeah, well, I, I think I think Kate and Kim also have no like they don't know how to pump the brakes ever. So like <laughs> they they just go full ham and then pull. But none of that matters anymore because uh, basically the day after I think the last podcast where I was complaining about Nightbane, um, I I did confirm that commanding shout is supposed to work and then on on tuesday it definitely works you just spam commanding shout a couple of times as he uh after the the threat wipe and then you get hit by the the thing coming down and you mitigate way more damage than your your priest mitigates <laughs> when you get hit by the smoking barrage the my favorite was the first time and i think i said this last week the first time he came down he literally annihilated kim the, yeah. our first attempt when we did it and but Kim was also standing really far forward, and that was what was making me nervous about our group this time, is everybody was kind of just, like, right there, and I would, like, back up all the way, like, just 40 yards so I could still heal you, but I was, like, way away until he landed, and then I'd come join the group. Like, that was fine, but, yeah, they were very close. Yeah, I do feel, especially with Priest Aggro, because it seems to be a recurring thing, and I hate, I hate to be the tank who's, like, it's not my problem. Like, get you guys have to fix it. But but did I take aggro from you? I didn't take no, aggro from you exactly. at all. Exactly. But like, it's like the mag thing where when he's coming out, he has no threat on anything. Healers just need to right. pump the brakes. <laughs> like, because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna pull when 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 Nightbane's coming down, you just can't pump super hard. Well, that's or, why I uh, give you a prayer of mending because prayer of mending actually gives you the yeah, threat instead yeah. of me, right? So it gives it the threat gives to the you person. It just gives you the annoying noise. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> I'll just give it to you over and over and over and over again. One thing that that rage could do, and another reason why melee DPS suffer in this, you know, in 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 these first phases. Here's another eg- example, but you can still DPS the boss when he's in the air. You just have to stop when he's landing. And yeah. that's like that's like a big thing to like get him down quite a quite a bit faster because I mean I'll get in like a good five shadow bolts while he's up in in the air and that's huge yeah I mean like because it's just time you're sitting there threat meters are I think 
everyone thinks that vanilla was like the oh like you have to watch a threat and wait for five sunders but i actually kind of feel like we're feeling that way more in tbc where there are all these mechanics where a threat is being wiped during certain phases and if you have a threat meter you can just see when those wipes happen you'll you is it you, effective for healers though yeah or threat meters like because we were talking about it if because the healer's not going to be targeted on the mob necessarily, and it and it reads the targeted mob is the problem. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to all of your healing would have to be like target of target stuff, or like you'd have to be um like mouse over macro. And a and lot stuff of mine like is, that. I guess, but yeah. I've just never used them, so I have no idea if I'm on high on threat. I have the mob like on my focus now so if i see them target me i'm like oh yeah I, but what i think comes down to and this is this is not supposed to be condescending but in vanilla it was super easy for healers to just never have to learn mm -hmm. how a fight works because it just doesn't matter whereas now it's like okay i know when nightbane gets to this part the threat will wipe or something like that like you don't need to right. know like you have to be a little more <laughs> involved well it's the same with okay what's the dragon boss with the beams a nightbane? No, wait, not no. nightbane. Nether spite. Nether, nether spite. Spite. I was like, nightbane. No. I, I, I always. Um, another way that you only get to parse if you're if you're if your group one first first uh, first blue beam. Oh, another example. <laughs> but for nether spite, like when everybody runs to the window, right during the phase, if you're constantly healing you will have aggro on nether spite when he comes out immediately yep. and i think in our last group this last week i think our shaman kept healing and there was three of us and i was like well i'm not gonna die like i'll throw out a renew and uh call it a day right like you guys can bandage you guys can do other things and then as soon as i see him target somebody else you can prayer of healing and get everybody topped off but I feel like those are little things that people and there's certain groups I've been in where it's not an option. Like we have to heal during that phase yeah. or everybody's going to die. Like, and I get that, but with the three healers, like there was no reason for us. I think Kim has actually worked that into his strategy. Like because he, he like purposeful, I don't, I don't want to say purposefully dies, um, but we go into it and he knows he's going to die. So he's soul stone <laughs> and he has spirit of redemption or whatever. And it actually like is a boost to his, he can burn. He can burn through a hundred percent of his mana at the window oh, phase, yeah. and then die in Soulstone for phase two. And as long as it's dead, oh he can God. have an insane parse still. So it's just worked into the, the mechanic on, now. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, another thing that was interesting to me in this last week's Kara group, and I'm going to put you kind of on the spot here, Yip, and I'm sorry. I, maybe I shouldn't bring it up on the podcast, but. It cracked us up, and so it's the first time I was in a group with uh, with Harskar, and um, at the end of the night, we rolled off all the void crystals. Right? And yeah, I have mine. <laughs> I've been saving them for guild stuff. Well, we've never had them in any other group. Yeah, like, 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 even when I'm the disenchanter, I send them to I I send them to Stoof normally because she yeah. was normally in my guild my group, and so I'm like. <laughs> Should I have just been keeping those? Or is other people Heart's keeping just flies those? Heartscare just by the seat of his pants. <laughs> Here's the problem. Very quickly, phase two is going to be creeping up on us. And I am not buying my resistance craftable gear. 
So the guild's going to need to figure that one out. And my I thought was that that's where some of this is going to be going to because the gear is extraordinarily expensive. Um, okay, but when you when you um when you guys build the groups, could you just request that Mel be in Harskar's group because that seems to be the golden ticket there? <laughs> yeah, it right? seems to be the golden ticket. Um, could okay. So yeah, speaking of res- resistance gear, I found out I'm not done with badges. Um, I'm gonna like. I've got like 25 that I don't have to use, but I'm going to talk to Har- to to Harskar. It turns out that warlocks have to tank in 25 in 25 and a a fire boss. So I've got to like to know if I need to like get all of those 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 badges, which is going to be a slog. And like I just thought I was going to be a uh, ahead of the game when the new badge gear comes out, but I'm assuming FJ's saving up for him too. Um, I don't know if Harry Dotters is, but I mean, I need to know if I'm going to have to do that or, you know, we we need more than one lock to do it because what if someone's sick or, you know, and so like now I'm like, okay, well, that's another 80, like 85 badges. Yeah, especially with how simple um, phase one is, we do probably need to start making these plans for for phase two so that we can be most prepared going into it because it is there there are multiple resistance fights when that are costly i will not be able to afford it i'm like as you put i'm on a toddler mount (laughs) i i i'm no longer at the point where i'm like looking in my bank to vendor stuff to repair (laughs) but i i'm it's still costly The and 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 the guild bank can't even can't even fund the the lock gear that I need. Now I have yeah. the necklace you, that you're supposed to use that you get from a quest in Shadow in Shadow Moon, but there's four items and there's badges and like there's no way they could just they could just fund that. I mean, yeah, it's just doing the daily, <laughs> doing the daily heroic every day with you. <laughs> yeah, I just need to know if I need to prioritize that and how quickly I need I. I am need to. So it's something I thought about just last night, to be honest. Yeah. And man, it's. I don't know, like the specifics of the fight. I've never gone past this tier. I've only ever done girl, Mag and Kara. Um, but it would be a shame to go through all that effort. And then it turns out you only need like a piece and it just doesn't even matter that much. <laughs> like that's the big. <laughs> I am not going to buy it. Yeah. I'm just going yeah. to say, hey, if you need me to do this, I will bank the, the, the badges, badges yeah. so that I'm ready. And even if, if we have, like, if F if FJ is the one that's required to have it, I will keep them banked until he, he like, can't show up. And then you'll get him that You know night, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm assuming he's the chosen one to do that. But I, if he's not, I just need to know so I'm prepared. You know what I mean? Yeah, I truly have uh, no idea, but we do. We will. We'll get on that soon. Um, the only the only other thing that we really need to think about is that second 25. And we want to start up. We have enough signups on our sheet uh, to yeah. be able to do it. So that'd be really cool. I'm going to come started. in with I'm going to come in with arms and get those alt those alt uh, hunters buffed those alt. DPS is buff melee. Yeah, that's yep, gonna you're gonna be have set. to run my druid through a couple dungeons so I can get a little bit more gear for this uh, alt run. Because well, I think some of those alts also aren't even seventy yet, so we've got a little bit of work to do. Uh, but I, I really, I mean, we're like, like we said, we're doing Grohl and Mag together in thirty-four minutes. 
on, and we have a whole raid night just for that. So, uh, and we still bad. have people on toddler mounts, so you know, it could be expedited. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm guessing there will be a lot more alts on toddler mounts, though, so it might you know make you feel more. Yeah, I'm gonna move my warrior there. I mean, you could like split up the mains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, too, like, and really make it like. A, like a lot easier it just it 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 just all depends on if like the guild's worried about parsing or worried about like working ev- like working everybody up and i don't know what the guild wants to do and i'm cool with whatever but well, you could do there's that a, i mean there's a bit like the like split groups like that is just a good idea for mains because of how little gear is dropping i mean the fact that there's right. just one tier piece per boss having all the mains in one group it, feasibly you could just oh, not that get is your true tier. you could just not get your tier so until phase two <laughs> you could yeah you could say hey you know the reason we are doing this is because it's m- like like mains get pri priority and that way it actually works out for everybody and then when we do do like a full main raid it could be yeah that yeah that could be sick i mean you have to think about it too though because I have the only piece I've ever needed I'll ever need from Gruel. And I think I don't I think the like Mag Tartar head or whatever it is from Mag the quest item is the only other thing I need from those two twenty five mans. So like as a priest, we craft most of our gear. Yeah. So it's not as beneficial for us to be split up it doesn't matter as much but take that into account when you look at the tier gear right because it's not going to be priests aren't really rolling on that tier gear they shouldn't be yeah well what that also means is you can split up the priests easily and they won't complain because they don't even care about the gear (laughs) they're just there to yeah they're just there because they're supposed to be (laughs) it might be more exciting though for me to be in an alt group right where i actually have to heal and do something yeah. Or, it could be, could be. or it could be miserable. Yeah, then so, then one wipe you know. happens, and you're like, "Wait a minute! Why did I trick Never myself mind. into thinking I want to go to the is... other group?" Yeah, why did I want this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that kind of covers it. We kind of went went long on that this week, but there's really the the news section is going to fly by in five minutes. Might be actually the tops it hits. So, with that said, let's move into. <laughs> Time for the news. So in the news, there are hot fixes. Two of them. <laughs> One of them I have seen firsthand. So uh let's just go over the cha- the, the the hot fixes. So the f- the first one is Tear of the Earth Mother and our Tale of Tear Tear of is that Tear or Tear? I think it's Tear. Tear. Tear of the you Earth guys, Mother. It reminds me of, do you guys watch the show, oh, on Apple? Oh, uh, yes. Um, what's it called? Um, Mythic, Mythic Quest. Quest. Yeah, yeah. It's about a, it's about a, it's a, it's a comedy about a, about a company that makes an MMO. And like the, the, oh, the main guy the is, sunny guys is for it. sure, is for sure Ian. It's hilarious but yeah it's so yeah, funny Mel, but yeah Mel, go ahead yeah they had like the backstory writer 
is like they had this episode where he was um showing his early life right and he had this tear of andaroth or something and that was the book that he was writing and everybody called it tear he was like it's tear of andaroth <laughs> they were like why <laughs> and oh, that was man. like the first time i realized like yeah those two are that's weird you need context oh. half of english requires context <laughs> yeah yeah yep 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 all right so it's tear of of the earth mother the Lexicon Demonica and un- Underworld Loam quests can now be completed on Heroic Dungeon difficulty. I take it that those are daily quests where you get the the Aetherium key, and I take it that they weren't working when you did the Heroic version uh, of, of those dungeons with the quest. So they are working now. So wait, does that mean you can do the daily dungeon quest in Heroic and the... Daily heroic dungeon quest. In yes, heroic? yes, and you'll come. You won't get your two badges for the you know the daily one, but yeah, you can do the daily one and just do that heroic and get your a thirtyum key, which are selling for about twelve to fifteen gold on our server. I think they're actually not the the dungeon quest. They're a oh, they uh, they're like a Illidari quest line that you have to go into shattered halls a couple of times for. And I think that you just couldn't do them <laughs> on heroic. Oh, okay. Got okay. it. I will say, did you guys know? So the is it Centurion or Scenarian? No. Scenarian expedition. What is it? No, it's not Scenarian. It's something where you get a bag Consortium? of gems. Consortium. Oh Consortium. yeah. You get a every bag month. Of gems tell, every month. Yeah. We, yeah. We should tell people about this. Yeah, so you get a bag of gems every month, so those keys are very helpful to get you to, because the higher you are in reputation, the better bag of gems you get. So you get a better chance of getting, you know, better gems yeah, if and I'm, you're exalted or revered than you do if you're honored or friendly. And I'm I'm revered on Lock Dude, and in this this month's bag, it's just a quest. You just go pick it up. You have to do nothing. You just go pick yeah. it up. You turn it in. You get a bag, um, and it's in the consortium camp in Nagrand. And uh, at revered Lock Lock Dude looted a red uh, a red gem, which I went and sold on the auction house for 130 gold. How much are 130? Yeah, 130 yeah. gold. Uh, yeah. I was wondering because uh, those are like historically across expansions. Normally, the, the red gems. Uh, you know what I think is funny is that the the red gems. So the living ruby is what I need to make my gems that give me plus healing, right? Yeah. But the living ruby gem was more expensive than the crafted yep. plus healing gem, and I'm like, yeah, but the. Like I don't know about the other ones, but the spell the spell power one is like hundred and eighty gold, so it's actually more expensive. Yeah, it's just the demand Got for it. a single one raises the price of the uncut gem. Right. <laughs> but I was the like, other gems aren't no one wants to pay that much for the plus healing, so they'll they'll downgrade more often too. So it creates because you can just get the, the uncommon gems, 
it mm-hmm. it creates this really weird dynamic where the prices right. are just kind of strange. I was worried at first. I was like, wow, it's going to be really expensive to keep gemming. My gems are so cheap now. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually pretty shocked how I thought I'd be regretting not being a jewel crafter, but at least for my own stuff, I feel like it's just. I mean, they're, mine they're are like, like 130 gold. For you, mine are like 130. Well, yeah, for you too, it might be different. <laughs> so the the regret for me about not having a jewel crafter is not being able to gamble. I mean, yeah, pro- like prospecting is probably one of the most fun things ever. And if you get on TSM and you see that pro- that pro- that pros- prospecting ore has a actual uh, like a gold uh, profit, you should go buy that ore until it doesn't have a profit and then just prospect it because that is, I mean, that is fun and you might get even more than you than than you would have gotten, you know? And so, so it's So wait, what is really prospecting? Cool. You so turn you take five, five ore into gems. So you take five ore and you can break it, you mm. destroy it and you get a random gem out of it basically. And then, um, it. It's interesting, I guess, because people know about the game far too much now um it's it's been like unprofitable or a gamble but i have always recalled prospecting always to be profitable for it was some always board. for me I, through tbc and wrath and i was a, in, like, yeah, yeah i made all my huge. gold in cataclysm i started really getting into gold making i was in the mount collecting starting in wrath and then i got really into gold making starting in cata and i had prospected i wouldn't be surprised if i prospected a million or yeah <laughs> i had like so i would, i I could bulk sell my gems and still make a profit at like a big discount from the auction house. Like it was just always profitable. So yeah. and I didn't even see that at the gamble. Yeah, and I didn't even like go out and mine the ore. I just bought it from the auction yeah. house. Like yeah, it was what huge. I, what I used to do uh, in Cata to, to sorry to get off on this huge tangent, but um, I would actually buy ore. I was on a, a, a horde dominated server. I would buy ore horde side. And then on, and then transfer it to the alliance side, and then I would prospect it, and sneaky, I could make sneaky. serious profit, like just tens of thousands of gold. Oh my god, is nuts. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting to see with like urban because I'm urban on my druid, right? And honestly, like there's a lot of things where I just buy the herbs because I'm yeah. too lazy to go out and herb. Or I just don't have time. But there is a lot of things where I'm much slower at questing now because I'm urban. But that's fine. Bob's mining. And so we quested together. So we're both kind of like ADD children. Um, But I have so many herbs. And what I find my problem is, is I'm a hoarder. And I'm like, I'm going to need this herb to make something. And then all of a sudden, I've got like 80 ancient lichen herbs that i literally don't need at all and now they're down to like three silver to buy and i'm like what is why do i have these like oh man we get on so many tangents but just just uh, just another thing i've been getting to exact revenge on so many of these assholes that killed me when i wasn't level 70 because of the spy add-on i like I only set it to give me a actual audio cue when someone on my kill on on site list pops up, and I put the comments so I know this dude killed me at level sixty five and he was level seventy, and I ran into him last last night. He was trying to take a mine, and I got to kill him, and I camped him three times. Felt so good because I I'm so much uh, more with powerful the help of now. Your druid healer. True. 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 
But come on, I killed him twice with you not there. The first, the first time you were there, but like she was going on her slow mount, so I was like, "Well, I can catch up to where you're going. I'm just gonna wait and kill him again." And dude, it's not even it's a mount. Glorious. It's just my bird. It's just my bird form. Hey, right, but sorry, like, back back on track. So the so the last fix is fixed and and in shattered halls fixed an issue where Warchief Cargath Blade Fist would not cast Blade Dance in certain situations. Now, the certain situations is what we did every time. You stand on the butt, he doesn't move. Does not work anymore. He goes crazy dance. You have to spread out. We did it the other day with corpse and IDD, and yeah, it's. It's it's not super horrible, but it definitely it definitely crazy because I had never even seen it because we'd always just cheesed it. Wait, well, is you this know. the one in the room right be like with all of the like um bench seats and then the bosses there? It's or am the I thinking boss. of a Oh, I'm just thinking of a completely different boss. You're okay. thinking of the um, boss that I always take aggro on and pull like one point seven K DPS. No, not that one. I think it's definitely a different dungeon. So, it's fine. Um, well, for warrior tanks, this actually doesn't affect anything for us at all <laughs> because we don't go to shatter halls. <laughs> we don't. We don't do that heroic. Yeah, so you're good. A, a true nightmare in there. And if we do it, it's just because we're just watching. We're just watching the spell. The the spellcasters do it for us. Yeah, from the sidelines. Yeah. That they're waving. <laughs> Good job, guys. Yeah, you just run <laughs> in the room and pull every like everything yeah. and then get it to to where you can start blizzarding and stuff. But yeah. But yeah, that's not been a, changed. But so that's it for the news. So let's move into <sighs> Bobby. We need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right. So for dis discussion this week, we are we are bringing someone that's not a con that's not a content creator from the co community, and we're gonna see what they have to say. If they could combat Yip, if they have a better idea, we're just we're just gonna see. So so welcome to the show, Jordan. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Uh, you were saying you didn't have anything prepared, but uh, how how do you want to start start this off? I I guess I'll give you a little rundown of myself. So okay. I only started playing WoW when Classic came out years ago when World of Warcraft was a thing. I was playing CS:GO. My little brother actually took over my account, and now he all he plays is retail WoW. <laughs> That's hilarious because I actually. I actually quit and my account was gone and I ended up taking over my little brother's rogue uh, account. He was like level 39. I actually ended up using that. So it's interesting. But yeah, sorry, so you were, yeah, yeah, sorry. Go, yeah, go, go ahead. No worries. There's a little bit of a lag here. Um, so basically what happened is we started in classic. He got me all pumped up to play and he bailed on me. <laughs> so we started on Incendius, and actually we were one of the other servers that was invaded by an alliance, basically huge guild, scuba cops, 
And uh, yeah, it's funny to hear the opposite side. So I feel your guys' torture of getting camped and honestly, the open world is useless to me. But I also have the shitty Battlegrounds cues. So I get the best mm. of both worlds. Yeah, that is rough, right? Like you're living in this kind of alternate reality where you're the non-dominant like population but you have all of the like debuffs of being the dominant faction it's terrible <laughs> so in i remember you guys always complain about phase two so phase two for us was running through the gauntlet over to uh bwl oh yeah and basically you would have multi-boxer mages just sitting there with sapper charges dropping them and just wiping everybody out it was great we actually got really lucky not to have a lot of like huge multi multi-boxers on white on white man i think the biggest one i ever saw was five band multi-boxers which is so lucky for us i think this is an important distinction too and it's something i talked to josh uh with about but a lot of people think that this is like a horde and alliance thing, but this is just whichever whichever faction is more populated is going to do this to the other faction, 100%. no matter what. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's, it, it's unavoidable. It just so happens that, and like people look at the overall uh, popul population, and what they need to look at is the PvP server populations, and on regular PvE servers, like the the horde to alliance discrepancy is huge. I think. Your server and maybe one other server are the only ones that are are alliance domin, do, dominated. Uh, the PvP RP servers are actually a little bit closer, but then PvE is just dom is just dominated by uh, alliance. Like all like alliance are like seventy thirty on PvE servers. So it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. So. Uh, the you, alliance hold on hold on you cut out a little bit all right go ahead you were you cut out just a smidge can you hear me now yeah yeah perfect so up oh, you just cut out again maybe move your mic a little closer to you hello yeah yeah i think your <laughs> noise gate might be causing problems but you should be good now uh i have it on push to talk weird um so yeah, we started on Incendius and it was great. The populations were actually pretty fair right off the bat. Don't get me wrong, there was a lot of contestant about like all the, the herbs and binding and stuff like that, but it evened out. It was like right around the ZG time that scuba cops showed up on Incendius and then from there on, it's just been everywhere we go. They just seem to follow us. So they, <laughs> I know I can see you laughing, but well, it's, it's, it's like 95% yeah, alliance there. It's it's not a ninety five, but it's it's pretty bad. It's it's probably about seventy thirty. Wait, wow. where where are you seeing ninety five, Mel? Are you looking on Warcraft Tavern? Oh no, look at uh Ironforge.pro. Iron tell me the name Why? of the server better? again. Uh Netherwind. No. Oh. Yeah, so we switched yeah, to Netherwind like when the free 60, stuff came in. Yeah, you're sixty-eight thirty-two currently. Yeah, that is a that is a big that is a big alliance population there. Yeah, so I'm up in the where am I right now? Throne of Kill Jaden, and there is nineteen alliance and myself. I'm just over in a corner hiding right now, <laughs> talking to you guys. 
Oh yeah. man. So yeah, um, that is crazy. You uh, like literally have all all the shit that 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 we have on different servers that are horror dom- dominated, but then the horrible BGQs on on top. That is interesting. I hadn't actually really thought about that. So it's not bad though. Hey, it's part of the game and your favorite quote, it is what it is. So what I what my suggestion was after listening to Mel last week was she was talking about like uh, free service switches, stuff like that, make it so that it's 50-50, which I agree with totally. I know it's hard to believe, but... Um, <laughs> um, just like to point I, out, guys, he agrees with Mel. Can we just you know get that on record? I like, I like your idea, too. I, I, even thought yeah, it, I thought so, it was yeah. cool, too. I just thought it was like, wow, that's a logistics nightmare is the only thing it's I thought. idealistic perspective, yes. I understand this. Bob's going to like this one, too. I think what they should do to make it even, even on my server, just to try and get them out of the open world, give Alliance dual spec. It at least gives a reason for you guys to stay over and PvP at the exact same time while being able to farm. Dude, so I, I be able to have both. I, I actually so, heard that on prepared podcast, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm 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 cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I think we would get into the issue if Alliance had dual spec. We would get closer to the issue of what you're having on your server right now, <laughs> because I do think that that would push a lot of horde, but maybe not a not as many. Right? Like there would still be those like horde activists. Well, no, but hold on, hold on, though. But you could do that dual du- that dual spec thing as an on as an on and off thing, and it only gives it to the the faction on that specific server that has the lesser uh, okay, uh, population. I'm gonna argue with everybody here. No. I don't think anyone would transfer their uh, faction for that, but. I bet more alliance would PvP and go into battleground queues. I think that would so, really help the queue. Which would problem. actually help quite a bit because if you look at all of the servers, the imbalance isn't really that bad. If you look at PvE and PvP, the problem of the balance skewing towards Horde is mainly on PvP servers. Yeah, but that would push it so that the people would try and make it so that they were the underdogs if they wanted that, right? So it would push probably the more PvP orientated people on that server to go to a different one that had a lesser population. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. That's it, though. That's I I tried to write notes and stuff like that, but this is the best you get out of me. Well, I mean, everybody seems to think you know, like you're like you actually have to write stuff down because you're listening to something. You have a great idea. When podcast comes around, you're like shit. What was I going to say? <laughs> I mean, that's Bob and I all the time. We're like, we should probably just record our conversations that we have about this game, except for the one that we had about the PvP battlegrounds, because that was not a good conversation to record. Because um, <laughs> Bob gets angry, angry, very angry. Well, um, yeah, when you invest that much time into something, yeah, I understand completely. Here's no, the question: no. Did you grind out all your honor and marks over that test period where you had instant cues? I grinded my marks and everything on the pre-patch when I was getting like quadruple. Smart man. Yep. Yeah. Smart so man. I only have three pieces. I'm not going to lie here. I really have tried to play BGs, but besides that week, it's I have a kid. I have a wife. I have a job. I don't have time to sit here for two hours and wait to get into a queue maybe and then just 
If it's a pre-made, we're done. It's pointless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I what think... is the barrier? I guess here's my question: Is you're on a alliance dominated server as horde? What is your barrier for transferring to a different server that isn't as dominated by alliance? I like the people I play with. It's it. I play with like my guild's called Goons. It's a bunch of people who are older, like myself. Like we all have kids. Everybody's doing stuff. We all help each other out. If we need a tank, you can message in the guild. If you need a healer, everybody's out to help each other out. And honestly, like I've been in a bunch of guilds switching servers and stuff. I just really like the people here. So if you guys had the option though to transfer your entire guild to a different server that was fifty fifty, do you think that you would? take them up on that offer if everybody was on board 100 percent. like who wouldn't i i'm limited on time and i would love to be able to actually stand a chance and the worst part is is it doesn't matter and it's just probably the same with you guys you can kill one-on-one hordes that are alliance that's fine yeah, they're but never it's always, they don't fight you if they're one-on-one yeah no, exactly they run it's away. always a bunch of them just dropping in and myself i'm broke so i only have the 60 percent mount and it uh does never oh, works out in my favor mount. Yeah, the well, only what... solace I can get from having a toddler mount on Ariolina is that I can instantly cast it so I can get away quickly anyways. But yeah. This is why my main point isn't people rerolling to horde or rerolling to alliance, but the 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 faction imbalance is just gonna make people reroll PvE because they wanna stick with the people they're playing with or they wanna be alliance and they wanna stay alliance, but especially as more open world stuff comes out. I mean, if you want to get another Drake on your server, uh, I doubt the <laughs> uh, yeah that that Alliance Guild is going to be letting you do that uh, at least but for I a very long time. See, and Every I'm single on the... world boss down by them it, pretty much instantly. They have yeah. people sitting around with teleports, and they just instantly have them in. And like, I'm on the other fence. Like, you know, like basically, uh, retail has turned to basically all PVE servers with the option for PvP. I'm on the fence where I feel like every server should be PvP, and it's World of, of Warcraft. Like, I played PvE on the freaking on the freaking beta, and it felt so bad to me. It was so yeah, weird to see a horde and not have the danger, not have that feeling of is he going to attack me? We could do okay, this. But you can't we can change let each the other game go. Fundamentally, I mean, that's I know, how the game's I know, no, no, no. Like, that is, that I know. Is I'm just saying, game. in my now, perfect world, there wouldn't I'll be PVP Bob, servers. But they have to all be RP PVP servers. <laughs> oh my god! You get banned <laughs> if you don't talk in character. Oh my god! Because that's the only yep, real way to play here, the game. Here, How art thou yep. today? No. Well, cognitive pit likes to zug zug. Yeah. No. God. Okay. So my biggest thing here is that the biggest barrier for people transferring off of these servers is that one they have an entire group of people that they enjoy playing with and they don't want to leave that group of people we've heard that from multiple people we've heard it from meldron we've heard it from here like people don't want to switch because they have this group right in the same realm is that we have this group of people that wants to go somewhere else or wants to switch factions maybe they don't want to switch factions but they can go to a server that's dominated by horde and help out the alliance there i know that they make money on transfers but they will blizzard will lose more money if they don't fix this problem than they will by allowing free transfers to balance population and i think that that's the biggest thing 
And you can do something where you say, I want to transfer my guild and everybody just says, okay, because the effort level of doing that is also very difficult, right? Like you can't get everybody coordinated enough to do it on the same time. And like, I, yeah, ideally, yeah, you could, but no, like let's remove that. Like send out next time you log in, your guild is transferred to this server. Would you like to accept yeah. or would you like to well, stay on your server? Right. Yeah, and, and I think and, that, and you have to like, if you did your whole guild move over, everybody'd have to do it separately, and you'd have to remake the guild. There's there's so many things that go I'm saying. into it. Make yeah. it easy, right? Make it easy where Blizzard, just like they did when you went to classic realm servers or TBC realm servers, the next time you log in, it says your guild has transferred to this server. Would you like to go with them or would you like to stay where you are? And it doesn't cost you anything if you go with them because they transferred to a server that was accepted by Blizzard to say that this is a more dominated server. Um, and it lets every character go because one of the biggest problems, like server trans uh, tr uh, transfers should be account, like should be every character on your list if you if if you want them to for the price that they charge it should not be each it's absurd we all have like four characters it would be absurd to pay for each of them to to move you know what i mean but yeah, i don't even I think they charge you myself. they shouldn't what? charge you because right now you're going to lose more money and more subscriptions if they charge you to transfer than you are from the people who are just going to quit playing. Like they're going to stop well, paying they do, you. They do offer like the eight. free ones for the overpopulated side, but if you're the overpopulated side, why would you want to leave? Is the <laughs> is the biggest issue. But um, to fix that open world, I wanted to pose this to everybody. I just thought of this. See what everyone thinks. Um, what if layers were capped so that each layer has to have even horde and alliance, and then. If there's extra horde, they just have their own layer that's all horde by themselves. Because I don't cool. see, wow. I don't see a big difference between that's horde huge. having their own layer and horde having an overpopulated layer. That's huge. What that's about a the ninety-nine one idea? What about the ninety-nine one servers though? The like, ninety-nine one servers never should have existed. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they they're just broken. And basically, the ninety-nine one servers they need to just merge with the other ninety-nine one servers. I I know there's Admiral more Lears. yeah there's more hordes but they that's the way to fix that but it's a really okay, good so idea. Question though, so if you make them so they have to be equal, right? What if you have a thousand horde on and twenty alliance on? There's one server with twenty alliance, twenty horde, and then the rest of them are just horde. There's yeah, there would be one or layer one with layer. Oh twenty alliance, God. twenty horde. Could you and imagine the farming? Yeah. Oh, Dude, getting on that, that twenty that twenty epic, layer, right? The, the problem is, like, I think twenty. I know. I'm saying is, that, like, yeah, there's I never going to be twenty. But I guess the issue you get into is how do you determine who's actively playing and who's not, right? Who's sitting in chat, like tailoring, and do they account for one of those, you know, twenty people? And okay, let's just say two thousand people, okay? Because twenty sounds really ridiculous. But and then who's leveling and who's doing top end dungeons like there is well, a lot of intricacies that go into that is, so i think but, we have to be careful okay so i already do this like when i get on and i'm on a and i'm on a certain layer i use uh i i use nova world buffs to look at where there's more horde 
and then I ask for a jump if I need a jump to the side that has less horde. Like I all I already do this actively. All I know is that as this conversation switches to uh, open world problems and not just horde queue problems, Blizzard thought of a solution before, and it was cross realm servers, and that's that is the like that is the horde versus horde of fixing open world problems. What do you do with a ninety nine one server? Well, you can't just force everyone on the same server, so you just have them show up on the same server, even though they're on different servers. Their auction houses still stay the, stay different, but out in the world, they're even. So I guess my concern is the lazy answer. I don't want it popping up again, <laughs> I think, is the uh, the issue. Yeah. Yeah. They got to do something, but obviously it's going to take a lot of back and forth where I like we heard everybody like I I don't really listen into it too much but reddit um everything that I've seen within the chat on here um my friend has a character on the alliance side of this server so he just said like everybody was bitching basically that we had instant cues bob <clears throat> um <laughs> so it it sucks but it to being like the minority and all of it it's just it was nice for that one week I finally did arena. Like I, I got a couple pieces, so I felt like I was more confident in actually playing arena rather than going in with my PVE gear and hoping to just blast somebody down right off the bat or I'm dead. So you know something right. that's really interest in in interesting about this like the uh weekend where you guys had instant cues? All of a sudden I won fifty percent of my games. And the Horde didn't try as hard as they did before. There were tons yep. of times where they'd just give up. You'd see them AFK like the fucking Alliance do every time because I get pissed off. Because they're and they don't have to yeah. wait another hour and And they're just like, okay, we'll just take our mark and move on. And that's something that I thought was just an Alliance trait. But it turns out that it's probably just a trait of circumstance. It's efficiency. And, yeah. And yeah. so, efficiency, right? Like, if you yeah. know you have to wait another hour to get into another queue, you're going to get as much honor as you can, right? The, Whereas, if you know that you can get in another queue instantly, you're going to give up as soon as it looks like this is a dead game and get crazy. out so you can get back in. Yeah, I thought right? it was Elias Horde mentality, but it's not. But I no. will say, even though we had instant queues, we still had hundreds of Horde. Campaign Kara. <laughs> oh yeah, the, and I still out in the died world is not three times going to Kara. Yeah, I mean, in an ideal world, like it sucks. I don't want to say it sucks to be you, but to have <laughs> long queues and have bad open world is awful. In Horrible. an ideal world, alliance dominated servers are in a battle group together. Where if you have in, in if you're imbalanced in that way, you should have the long queues. At the end of the day, that's what makes sense, right? Like you have to have a balance somewhere between open world and the BGs, but there's just I don't there's not enough players or not enough servers for that to be uh, a viable option, I guess. Yeah, and we're at the mercy of Blizzard, so whatever they want to do basically goes. Before they announced Horde versus Horde, did you think that they would ever implement something like that to fix the queues? Honestly, listening to you guys week after week and listening to people in my chat, everybody in my guild, everybody basically on the internet, all the streamers, I, I knew they were going to implement something. I thought it was going to be the mercenary yeah. contract. I didn't think they would do horde versus horde, but 
Yeah, see, something about mercenary mode that I didn't I didn't realize because I'd never had it. I quit early Cataclysm, never had seen it. But that's different from what they put in here. That's where mm-hmm. one horde can choose to go it, and then he's just on the team. Like, yeah. He's just on the other team where – and I do – Understand if you did that, you could possibly like really grief people because of it, you know. Like, that might be weird having a horde on your team. Like, so yeah, it's very, yeah, happen. Never really thought of it that way, to be honest. I don't, yeah, I play games solo because, like, this is my like my time to relax, my time to chill out. Like, I love to play my game by myself. I'm not that person that always has to play with a bunch of people. I think that's why this worked out for me and my friends and brother just all quitting kind of didn't affect me. But uh see I do both. Like I like yeah. I'll go just solo B B BG, but I play very differently when I solo BG. I'll that's what I usually will do all Turk Valley, just try to like take a tower, like you know, like I'm very different, but it's so much fun to play with other people. You get so much of a buff. I always play with Bob, I feel like. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. Sometimes I'll play alone. On that note, I do have to take off. We're going to do Gruul's Lair and Meg Theradon. It was but very that... nice talking to you guys. Yeah, thanks you guys for coming on. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for coming on. Have you done both of Gruul's and Meg? Yeah, we've done it the last three weeks, so it's been pretty nice. We had uh, the sword drop, which is biz for um, warlocks and whatnot. I can't remember what the name of it is off. Yeah. I think it's Blood Maul. Are you a warlock? Yes, I am a warlock. Mm. Oh, boy. Go seed it up. Yeah, I've got my Void void Crown last week. I have all my Spell Strike stuff, uh, all my Frozen Shadow Weave, Stormcaller. Don't forget the orb of the soul leader. <laughs> okay. be, be, before you leave, though, did you have anything to comp to combat Yip's statement that this was a bad idea? I I get it. I honestly do get it from you guys' point of view. So I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. But at the exact same time, it's just when we're the zero percent over here, it was nice for that one time. So. I get it completely. It sucks to literally just be outnumbered all the time. And then yeah. that's your one little token that you guys get to say, hey, I rolled Alliance, I get to do this, and now we get it for being the dickheads that are constantly killing you. So I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely in the worst uh, situation. <laughs> yeah, you are the absolute worst. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It just takes a lot longer to do things, you know? It, it makes the game last longer, so I'm not raid logging quite yet, but I will be there soon enough. <laughs> that's a, um, that's a I'll leave you with one play. last thought. Have you looked into the solo slave pen heroics, Bob, on your warlock? Heroic, huh? Yes. So I have a guy in my guild. I'll preference this with his name spelled S-C-H, but his name's shit. <laughs> And he uh, he came across a video where basically you can pull back Quag all the way to the spot where the mages use, where you jump up back and forth on the wall, and you can actually solo slave pens by yourself as an SLSL lock. Wow! Incredible. Be- yeah, because... yeah, you guys should check it out. Wow. Okay. Cool. Cool. 
Still have a good Quagsmire's eye. I've only done it twice so far, but give it a try. Yeah, I look forward our, to hearing about it. Our <laughs> our mage and me and the other lock in our her in our heroic group all have Quag's eye. It, we got we got wow. lucky on it. Yeah. Yeah. Must be nice. Must be nice. I've got about <laughs> sixty badges and still don't have it. Oh well, God! Call that podcaster privilege. Blizzard was watching. Just made sure it dropped for us, right? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> All right, guys. It was a pleasure. Take care. All right, man. Yeah, thanks Thank for coming you so on. Much. Take it easy. Yeah. Bye. All right. Go back to. I the... really liked him. He agreed with me a lot. So he's my favorite. Yeah, I mean, he's in. He's in such a unique situation where, like, we. The the situation he's, he's in, in our situation, but with the downsides of the horde. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like, you know, he there's like a particular guild doing this to his server that started this. His is like a very anecdotal cause, whereas like the alliance and horde is like a systemic thing. Where horde are across every server overall more populated which is where my argument comes from Across it's kind of hard PV, to argue yeah every pvp server we we every have PvP to make that distinction because pve servers are dominated by alley across well the no board. i mean no i'm that's that's it no that's I still mean, wrong but that doesn't matter it doesn't matter true, because true. it's there's still more horde across the board but i do agree that the problem is on pvp servers so it doesn't even matter um but yeah, it's hard to argue with someone who's <laughs> with where they're getting yeah. all the bad. <laughs> right. It's like it's I like, just um, wanted to give him a hug. Yeah, it's like you're um, you know, you didn't finish your plate at dinner and then your your parents <laughs> actually brought the starving kid from Africa to the table and you're like, oh my god, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Like I'll take my key. <laughs> like oh my god. No, it's more like you don't have a plate at dinner to finish and they bring the starving kid from africa yeah. who's much more hungry than you right like yeah, it's, it's like, like you're I, getting I like know. the worst of both situations but that's fine yeah there's no way we can there's no, nothing i, I can do about that. that oh man all right well i mean that was pretty that was pretty cool like i hadn't thought about the uh problems with uh that type of server and it is rare but there are thousands of people dealing with that on the horde, yeah. horde side, you know, it's not a small number. So our heart goes out to you guys. I do think this B this BG change is going to go through. So either way, you still should please Blizzard just try to entice the Alliance to play more Battlegrounds because we don't want it. We don't want it to keep going, and it will keep going. Just give us every man for himself. Give us something. Give us something. Maybe, maybe I'm just catching uh, like Reddit threads no. at the wrong time. But to me, it seems like all the really hardcore players grinded their stuff over those five days, and there's way less people complaining on Horde side it's, now that it's that's, gone. That's it literally. Like did I just say it? the one honor grind? And yeah, then that's it. Did I say it on the pod? Or did I say it to you in dis in in Discord? I thought like this could be a big brain move by Blizz just to yeah, like just let the time. hardcores just grind it over the weekend and then be done with it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that that's the case, right? Like, I'm hoping that they don't take this data and say, "Oh, hey, everybody loved this," but 
I don't even know where they're getting their data. I have not had a chance to chime in. Will you send me a survey? Because I will chime in with my thoughts mm-hmm. on it. But I don't know where, like when they say they're going to announce if this is going to happen consistently or if this is going to happen not at all. Yeah. I mean, it very, yeah, this, they haven't talked it, about it yet. Yeah. The, the, the big brain move very well could be real. Um, because again, people, people will like move the goalpost all the time and like, Oh, we should be able to have fun in BG. But like, I think most of the complainers are people who just wanted to get their honor gear and then be done with honor. Cause that's, <laughs> that's all you need to do. So I think that, it, it could be that they just do nothing from here on out. Who knows? Right, which I feel like is a Band-Aid and not a fix. Yeah, and, but... and I do want to correct something that I said. Like, I did say this is a now problem. Um, there, there, there will be, like, rings and different items that come back into to Otter, like, to be purchased by honor each each season that are that are that are better and you do have to you do have to farm those but it's definitely less so than 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 right now well yeah right now horde are going into arena with no resilience gear and alliance right. are stacked with it so it's there it's never a bigger problem than right now um right even but right even now you're up. seeing still that people are still playing horde and they're not transferring to alliance to get the shorter queues so that's obviously not the barrier right yeah i mean i don't think people transfer i think that's just the answer people don't re-roll factions <laughs> like there's a, a small percentage who do yeah um like and yeah and i, I mean Mel and I have only re-rolled factions on big re- resets. Like the only way we would re-roll Horde is if we, like Classic, came back in a few years and we wanted to do it again. Like we're not going to change now. Like we, you know, we have like pride in our faction now. We used to be for the we used to be for the Horde, but yeah. w- it, it it grows as you do that years and, and years and years ago yeah well that's why i think any racial changes like i know a lot of people on alliance were calling for racial changes for alliance that would have had to have happened when the vanilla was TBC. out well no okay yeah in the first tbc but i mean while vanilla was out they should have announced right. racial changes and then maybe less people would reroll horde maybe a couple horde would reroll alliance but i don't think now that we're this far in people really are going to re-roll for quicker honor gear. I just don't think that's something that people would do. Um, but they they might re-roll between expansions. Uh, but yeah, people re-rolling in the middle of an expansion, there has to be a real, real good reason to do it. Uh, and going to a PvE server is the easiest reason <laughs> to go somewhere else. Oh, but it's so... Ugh. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like <laughs> the hot take. Mel no and I, <laughs> Mel and I, mo- like did the beta to level sixty-eight on PVE server, and it just was so not scary. And just there was, uh, it. You can almost. It's almost like you can play the game. <laughs> yeah, but you play it with no with no fear, and uh, it's just like. But that's how the some fear of the horde is good. Like, I know. I get it. There's so much to the game that's not PvP that a lot of people just enjoy that. And I, I'm definitely not on board to take that away. It's just not what I choose to do, right? Like, yeah. I choose to be in that situation where 
Horde could kill me. What I don't want to choose to do is be in a situation where Horde always kill me because I am so outnumbered, right? It's like being in this losing war where you're just like waiting to die. Like that's not helpful. But I do think that there should be different areas of the game where you can play this way if you want. You can play this way if you want. And I think having different servers is the way to accomplish that for sure. I just think having PvP servers that are not even close to 50-50 is detrimental to that. And I think you have a lot of PvP servers that are imbalanced in one way or another that you could fix if you offered certain things. And I'm not saying faction transfer. I'm saying I like the idea of layers. There's a lot of logistics that go into that that could make that difficult. But I also like the idea of like letting your guild transfer to a different layer or to a different server because they're outnumbered in one way or another. All right, well, I mean, I think we actually had a really good conversation this week, and I think it's about time to end it out, guys. What do you think? Sounds good. I'm crashing. <laughs> All right. Well, started high sustain. energy, going low energy. <laughs> do you have an add-on of the week, or do you want me to use the one that's in the notes? Um. Well, I had an add-on of the week. Um. I just wanted to. I think it's a good add-on. It's better than your add-on. <laughs> I mean, my add-on's pretty good. If we add in what Mel showed to be last night, but we can I save do it. For I'll do. I'll do week. mine next week. I'll do mine next week. You do yours. Mine, okay. All right, let's move into Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. So the add-on of the week this week is is Gathermate 2 for Classic. Now this add-on's great. I used it all through through Classic, but I did not realize how much I could have used it better. So the way it comes by default is you just get you just get gather bait too, and then anytime you mine a node or herb a mo node or get a an engineering gas cloud it marks it on 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 your map and then it stays there which is kind of nice if you map it out your your whole self but i got the other add-on that's in addition to it that's the gather mate info yeah. or yeah data yeah. and mel showed me a cool trick mel do you want to take that away yeah so you can go to the options and you can go to import data from wowhead and then, you know those, like, screenshots you see when you go to say, like, hey, where do I herb this? And it'll show you, like, all these routes of, like, best herbing and mining. So those all just appear on your map or mini-map now. And so when I pushed, like, M to look at my map, now there's just everywhere I can see where the herbs are, what the herbs are. And no, they're not always there, but that's where they have spawned, right? And so... It makes it much easier. It's a slightly overwhelming for herbalists because my map is just covered in herbalism things. So I have to turn that off when I'm doing other things. But when I'm herbing, it's really nice because I can see like, oh, I need mana thistle. These are the places I need to go for mana thistle instead of having to look it up on the internet and 
try to like map my route based on what's the route over there. Like I can just see it on my mini map and my regular map. And so, yeah, it's been yeah. super helpful. And for for mining, like I was just going around the outskirts of a map, but there's so many mines in every zone that are all over. Like, and with with that on your map, you could just keep going to each one. So I did it during prime prime time last last night for 15 minutes. I got I got 40 fell iron ore and uh 13 motes of 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 fire in hell in 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 hellfire peninsula and it was just because i was going to all these places i'd never flown over like you just you just follow it and it's it really improved gathering so you just have to go into the actual options of 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 the add-on and say Im, import data for whichever gathering thing you want to see and it was huge so it's something that doesn't do it by default and so it's something i think a lot of people might not know so i wanted to mention it he says a lot of people might not know it because he was like oh mel i wish there was a way to just see where these are or these mines are because they know it and i'm like okay and i literally googled it and found it and then did it and then loaded it on his and he was like oh. and if i didn't find it I'm not saying I'm the smartest person in the world, but I bet there's a ton of people that didn't find it also. So I wanted to help those other small, you know, smooth brain people like me find those. Well, it's like the it's like the Nova World Buff guild layers thing. It's just like you don't look at every option of every add-on you have. Right. And even if 90% of people know about something, if if 10% need to still catch up, that's still good. Like, yeah, like I still crack know. up when people say, "Like, is anybody on layer two? Same. Like, yeah. And I, look. I literally look, and I'm like, "So and so, so and so, so and so, so and so are on layer two. and they're like, "Oh," and then I message thanks. them. Yeah, like, but it's funny because I randomly found that. And how long have you guys been looking at like Nova World buffs and layers, and nobody knew that, right? Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Well, guys, let's get out of here. So don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can also follow the MASH Those Buttons Network at the MASH Network. If you want to send us an, e an email, we've got a couple of people lined up for a new segment coming into the show where you can talk to one or two of the hosts in a pre-recorded pre thing about anything that you want. You can request the host we'll try and set it up but we've got some cool ones coming up we've got a guy that uh just randomly well didn't randomly but he joined a guild when he started classic it wasn't a very great guild and then he ended up joining a guild that was doing top 10 stuff and so he's going to talk about that transition and that change but we have a few different people coming up if you want to be considered for that please send your emails to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join our our Discord and make that channel actually have people talking in it, you can do that by going to mash.gg slash Discord. Uh, how, how can you help the show? Well, you can tell your guild. You can tell everybody. You can just tell people in trade. Well, don't do it in trade chat because I bet you can be banned for that. 
Just do it outside of the bank or outside Karazhan while you're just getting destroyed by the horde. Say, Warcraft Reloaded for life. You know, just something, you know. And so that's the best way to help the show. The other way is leave us <laughs> re reviews at iTunes or Apple Podcasts or at warcraftradio.com slash directory. All right. Ryan, where can we find you? Hi, you can find me on at Cognitive Pit or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Cognitive Pit. Did you, uh, did you answer that Twitter, uh, that Twitter ping we got? Probably not. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, she, uh, she combated you quite a bit and, uh, kind of Ooh. made, made fun of us a little bit, but, uh, she definitely checked, checked Twitter more. I mean, I check it and then, you know. And they just don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mel, where can we find you? Uh, not on Twitter because I haven't seen this either. But if uh, you she want didn't to... ping, she didn't ping you. I guess she just doesn't like you, or she likes me <laughs> and only wanted to argue with you two. I mean, that makes sense. So you can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch, or you can find me in game at Mel Arena. Or on Arielina, and that's it. Sweet, yeah. I I I don't actually do the end game thing. Like that could be a little weird when I'm trying to like do quests and stuff, and someone sends sends me a tell, and I'm like, "Are you my kills? Yeah, I mean, if I do, I know you. <laughs> yeah, if I don't, if I don't know you, please just say like, "Hey, I'm a podcast listener" or something like that, so I know. So I don't feel weird because I'm really bad at people and knowing who people are. And so usually I'm like, should I know this person? Um, but also know if I'm in, in something, I'm really bad, just like I'm with text in real life about answering. So Yeah, same, same. Oh, uh, I I know why. Uh, if I can just insert why I didn't answer <laughs> this. It's because of this weird misconception. 6040. That sounds pretty close, right? Mm hmm. 60 is 50% bigger than 40. It doesn't it doesn't feel intuitive, maybe, but people think that 6040 is some sort of like nearly balanced server. But 6040 is there. Are, <laughs> it's not. There's 50% more horde than yeah, a lion. If, like, that is in, a huge imbalance. In almost any game where it's trying to be a, com a competitive game, like say for Overwatch, if any hero has a 60-40 win rate, you're nerfing that hero to the ground. It's a yeah. huge differential that yeah, people don't... Yeah, un like. It's it sounds close, but it really is not. Human just, brains can't understand like percentages and probability well, so you have to like yeah, just think just, of it in other terms. Uh, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, just Google sixty percent to forty percent difference, and you will go down a rabbit hole of economics and everything else. Like it's it's definitely. I mean, big. just. Just look at the numbers instead of the percentage, right? Like, I get that people yeah. like to look at percentages, but try to look at, like, the actual number and how many more that 20% is accounting for, right? That's why yeah. percentage is a, just, in general, a really stupid metric um, because it doesn't account for, like, we could have a 50-50 server with one person on each side. 
like that's cool right like no there's no there's no pvp happening at all yeah like these two people are on opposite ends of the world here they They can't even make it to each other i mean if it was that case they would be friends because they'd have to group up for group quests (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying though like percentage that's why percentage is a awful metric for measurement in general I I would like to issue at the end of the show here a hearty thank you to all the horde that let me craft my shadow cloth on my two level sixty tunes every week. Thank you so much. You know who you are. You've seen me walk by. All right, you can find me on Twitter at blazin underscore bob. That's b l a z z i n underscore b o b. You can find me on Twitch. Sometimes streaming, sometimes not. Twitch.tv slash blazin bob. I thought this was going to be a short episode, guys. We killed them. We Never. ended the beginning. I know, I know. Like, but it was actually really good at the beginning. So I was like, "Well, I'm not going to move us on." Like, <laughs> I had told our our guest he'd be on earlier, and then it was had to be like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah, there's almost zero chance that that guest. Yeah, we was have not a some... short episode. No, like Bob just hired oh. someone off Fiverr to come say Alliance should have dual spec, right? <laughs> like that's a hundred percent what just happened. <laughs> oh man, yes. what a what a plant, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, and I got. In spite I, I mean, of Bob, they said I agree with Mel, and it's why I didn't have time to write any reviews this week. I mean, come yes, on, <laughs> I understand now. Okay, it's all, all right. making sense. We're out of here, guys. Take it easy. Goodbye. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 